0: Am I the asshole for getting upset with my husband after he told me nothing will change while I'm pregnant?
1: Hi, I'm Madison Malone-Kercher. And I'm Rachel Hampton, and you're listening to I See In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture.
2: It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new week. Rachel, we're back.
1: It's a new life, and I'm feeling good.
2: <laughs> Thank you for picking that up so seamlessly.
1: Of course. I mean, Nina Simone, an icon. Is, is that a cover of a song? I don't know, and I don't care.
2: If it is, I don't care to know, because it didn't exist before Nina. Today, however, we're here to talk about something that existed after Nina, which is uh, TikTok.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's a lot of things that existed after Nina Simone did, but TikTok is definitely one of them. But what's going on over on the
2: clock app? So over on TikTok, over the weekend earlier this week... uh. I started seeing tweets from various people who were pretty angry and were claiming that TikTok had removed the repost button. And what was interesting to me was not that people were mad at a tech platform for (laughs) removing a feature. What was interesting to me was I had never heard
1: of this feature. I am too in the dark about this one. I do think that's probably a function of how we both use TikTok, which is that I have not nor will I ever post on TikTok because that is not <laughs> my lane. And so I understand why should the repost feature exist, TikTok would not have given it to me. <laughs> that's
2: fair, yes. I consider TikTok to be a television channel and uh, mm-hmm. nothing more. But for many people who you know use TikTok to the fullest extent of its talkiness, there was a repost button. And in January of this year, TechCrunch reported that TikTok was testing out this new repost feature, which would allow users to repost videos they liked by sending it to their friends for you pages. So it was a share option when you click the share button. And if you have it, it looks like a little yellow circle with the standard repost icon, you know,
1: two arrows and a square pointing clockwise. I'm kind of surprised by this because the only thing about TikTok really is the algorithm. And this in... A lot of ways is giving people power over other people's algorithm, which kind of seems antithetical to
2: TikTok. Yeah, but on the other hand, and that is a clock pun, the repost button itself is actually another useful piece of data for the algorithm to, you know, generate content based on because. It then learns what you liked enough to say, hey, I want to make sure that everyone who follows
1: me sees this. I think they'll like it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It feels like it would probably influence in the same way that whenever I share a TikTok specifically to somebody over SMS, the clock app is like, hello. Yes, I will be giving you more Twilight content.
2: In my Twitter-inspired research, I did learn that the repost button is not to just flood your followers' feeds with TikToks that you like, but rather it's only if we're mutual so if you follow me and Ooh. i follow you and i reposted tiktok right it almost removes the need for me to text you the tiktoks about the sound of music x twilight at
1: all this kind of feels like close friends tiktok yeah and i could see why people might be bummed i don't know that uh the <laughs> the
2: outsized reaction i witnessed on twitter this weekend was quite called for but you know seemed like a good feature so the repost button, it existed and now it doesn't? <laughs> it was never a publicly released feature, so not everyone was able to access it or even, like you and I, knew that it existed. But from the the looks of Twitter, or the cursory looks I gave it after I started seeing the phrase TikTok repost button, <laughs> um, there were some people who were mad, and by mad I mean in, in the sort of Stan language of the internet that people get mad in, which is to say, you know... I'm going to die without the TikTok repost button. I will simply perish. <laughs> Life is not worth not worth living. That sort of thing.
1: So a lot of people were mad. The repost button was taken away. And is it forever gone? Like, what exactly is the next step here?
2: Uh, the next step is we reached out to TikTok and we will let you know what they say. I don't have it. You don't have it. Our producer, Daniel, does have it. So, you know, he could... He could repost TikToks with a bandit if he'd like to right now. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry if this makes you feel like life is not worth living, but I will simply continue watching TikTok like it is Bravo.
1: Speaking of Bravo, we have some Real Housewives-level drama on the show. That's right. We are talking about the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Which, to be quite honest, Bravo should 100% adapt into a reality television show. I don't know how it would work, but I think (laughs) that it would.
2: I have to say that... I know what today's episode is about. And as you began to say that we have drama on the show today, my heart just stopped. And I was like, are we feuding? Mm-hmm. Am
1: I the asshole? We'll find uh, out.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. After a quick break, uh, we'll return to tell you which host is the asshole. Not really. But we will <laughs> talk about what the Am I the Asshole subreddit is, how it's grown out of its Reddit roots, and why we, the internet denizens, cannot get enough of it. After that, we'll be talking to a TikToker who has become the voice of so many of these posts. She needs no introduction. You will know her when you hear her.
1: And we're back on Reddit.
2: Rachel, before we begin, I have maybe a stupid question. When you write out Am I the Asshole shorthand, is it A-I-T-A or Aita? Okay, I say Aita in my head. Okay, I'll go with that. I've been saying Aita in my head, like the opera,
1: but that I always knew was wrong. So Aita it is. (laughs) All right. Aita is one of the most popular subreddits on the site. It's r-am-i-the-asshole, and it's a place where people basically ask the question... Am I the asshole? They post a story about some personal interaction they're having in life so that other people can read it, determine whether or not the poster is an asshole, and in the process, just judge them as a good or bad person.
2: Ida was created in 2013 by a man named Mark who wanted to find out if he was wrong about an argument he was having in his office with his female coworkers about, mm, a classic, the temperature. I don't wow. even need to read it to know that Mark was wrong. And from that point on, history had been made. So almost 10 years since the founding of IDA, the original subreddit has uh, currently just under 4 million members. God and uh, we we will once again make the disclaimer we always do when we talk about Reddit sub numbers. Rachel and I spend a lot of time on Reddit. We do not subscribe. <laughs> so just, you know, notch that number up in your head. There are spinoffs of the subreddit, like the Ida filtered, which is basically like a best of or most controversial. There's a am I the butt face. It, the <laughs> list goes on. But what we're saying, this is a thing, capital A, capital T, tiny trademark sign.
1: Am I the asshole describes itself as do it in British? Ooh, all right. A catharsis for the frustrated moral philosopher in all of us and a place to finally find out if you were wrong in an argument that's been bothering you. Tell us about any non-violent conflict you've experienced, give us both sides of the story, and find out if you're right, or if you're the asshole.
2: That was delightful, thank you. (laughs) The stories, however, do not sound as quaint as that description. They are wild. Like, often, I find myself reading these stories and thinking that if they were presented to me in a book, or a television show,
1: or a movie, you wouldn't believe them. The dramatic tension, it's just too high It's incredible, and it's gotten to the point that there has been some conspiracy mongering that I've seen that honestly I would believe that a non-insubstantial amount of posts in this Reddit are basically just creative writing projects, to which I say, Uh, thank you for the entertainment. That's why we need writers. That's why we need artists. (laughs) But that's the other thing that makes me want to keep reading these is people
2: are freaking weird people are wild Mm -hmm. and so sure Mm -hmm. do i believe some of these maybe a good chunk of them are fake absolutely but that leaves another chunk
1: and those will sustain me speaking of chunks (laughs) we have some (laughs) (laughs) here's a chunk of the front page of the ida subreddit on the day they were recording Am I the asshole for not attending my mom's wedding because it's on the day my dad died?
2: Am I the asshole for not taking the blame for my cousin that got her
1: arrested? Am I the asshole for being annoyed with my wife, for not telling me she was going for the same promotion as me?
2: Am I the asshole for not giving my sister breast milk for her unborn baby? Am I the asshole for telling a girl to stop pretending to be a mermaid?
1: As with most online communities, the Ida subreddit have developed their own shorthand lingo. Readers, commenters... Weigh in on the asshole status (laughs) of the OP or original poster. And they say either YTA, you're the asshole. NTA, not the asshole. ESH, everyone sucks here. NAH, no assholes here. Or info, which I feel is self-explanatory, but is usually a request for more information.
2: It's never just those letters. There's always a reason for the determination because that is almost all of the fun of reading these Is getting to be like judge, jury, and therapist.
1: I love how much just theorizing goes on in the comments. of a particular am I the asshole post. They also have a tendency to change over the course of their life because the user, the original poster, will sometimes share updates or edits, adding more context or explaining what's transpired since posting. And usually it's when the person is not the asshole and they're like, I cut this person off. And I'm like, you go. (laughs) The one that
2: immediately springs to mind, which we covered on this show in a high-speed download is, of course, the classic. Am I the asshole for, quote, perpetuating ethnic stereotypes about
1: jorts? Oh, perfect post. Please explain it to listeners who did not listen to our high-speed download.
2: I simply cannot, but basically you need to know that this office had cats, and one of them was orange and not very bright, and a a (laughs) colleague of this poster was trying to like defend the cat's honor, but also trying to teach it. To fend for itself by like trapping it in closets and covering a cat in butter. It was very dramatic. <laughs> in the end, Jorts uh, got, you know, corporate protection from being covered in butter.
1: If you're being covered in butter in your workplace, please call your local union. You may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> As you can tell by how much fun me and Madison are having with this. And my The Asshole posts are incredibly fun. Because even if, and by if, I mean when, because I literally never post my opinion about these online, I always just have one in my head. Because these posts are basically advice columns, a uh, dear prudence, if you will, except crowdsourced. We're all advice columnists in the Ida world. And at its best, I feel like I'm going to get a little, a little bit, a little, a little sappy. At its best, it kind of answers like pretty human questions of what do we owe each other. At its worst, it's just incredibly petty.
2: The other thing that's really interesting about Ida is that it's a huge community on Reddit and a thriving one. But it doesn't only live on Reddit, much to the chagrin, consternation of some of (laughs) the like OG, am I the asshole posters because one of the more interesting nuances between the original subreddit and the expansion of the am I the asshole extended universe <laughs> across the internet is that there is an implicit assumption that the original poster OP is reading the responses on the subreddit because why else would they post? Versus when an Ida post gets screen capped and shared to Twitter with a way wider audience and the possibility that OP will never see
1: it. I will say that Reddit as a website community forum, honestly offers some pretty helpful advice sometimes. So the original subreddit, while there are a lot of people just ripping people to absolute shreds, there is often really helpful advice. But when these posts make their way onto Twitter or any other place on the internet or Tumblr or whatever... The post gets divorced from original context. So the comments and the replies and the quote teats on Twitter transform into a performance for other Twitter users rather than anything useful for OP. And while that dynamic is present on Reddit, Twitter just turbocharges it.
2: <laughs> Honestly, not a bad growth hack.
1: This growth hack isn't exclusive to Twitter, though. There are many different places on the internet where you can find I the Asshole posts that are not Reddit, like TikTok. Obviously, no one is going to be reading a giant block of text on TikTok, but you will find audio of people reading those posts all over the app. They're kind of the perfect background for any activity, I'm going to be honest. You could be (laughs) chopping wood. You could be doing makeup. You could be cooking. And people will just have, playing in the background, someone reading an Am I the Asshole post, and it works. It really does work. I do not have a vested interest in cake frosting
2: or resin art pouring, but I have watched so many of those videos because they were underscored by these fascinating am I the asshole stories, which are so incredibly compelling. And the thing is, if you watch enough of them, you realize this is the same person reading over and over and over again. So naturally we decided to talk to this infamous voice Her name is Malola Khalidi or at love underscore Lola on TikTok. Love is spelled with two L's. She's a TikToker who has blown up thanks to Ida posts, posting almost exclusively videos of herself reading Ida stories directly to camera.
1: We'll be back with Malola after a short break.
2: If you love our podcast, then consider subscribing to Slate Plus. It means you'll get no ads on our show or on any Slate podcast. It also would mean you're supporting ICYMI. What we do every week would not be possible without support. Slate Plus really helps us keep the show going. You'll get bonus segments or extra episodes of shows like Slow Burn, Amicus, Hit Parade, Hang Up and Listen. The list goes on and on, and it's all good stuff. You'll also get unlimited reading on the Slate website, which means access to every article and every advice column on Slate without ever hitting a paywall. Just visit slate.com slash I-C-Y-M-I plus to sign up. That's slate.com slash I-C-Y-M-I plus. All right, we are back with Malola, who you might know by her TikTok handle, Love Lola. And frankly, if you don't know her handle, you probably will recognize her voice. Welcome
0: to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so
1: excited to have you with us. For our audience members who may not have come across a video of yours on their FYP, could you describe a typical video of yours? You know,
0: um, I might as just say the first sentence, and it might jog people's memories. So majority (laughs) of my videos start off as... Am I wrong for walking out of my sister's birthday party after she announced she was pregnant? Am I the asshole for kicking my sister-in-law out after she threw away most of my single-use baby products and even formula? Am I wrong for asking my boyfriend to charge his family member for fraud? I tell a lot of awesome stories that I find on Reddit or people send me about situations that are going on in their life and they're asking for help or opinions on how they should proceed with it.
1: How did you get started doing this? How how did this become your specific kind of um, stick?
0: You know, funny enough, I actually, my first TikTok was about makeup. You know, Ooh. I enjoyed makeup, but then I realized it's a lot of work. And I'm like, this isn't something I can be doing every single day. You know, props to the people who do it. It's a lot of work. And then my first video that actually blew up was a story. Oh, I, I remember I was Googling how to go viral on TikTok. And I remember seeing Zayn <laughs> um, Hijazi talks about, do like a story time of something that's really interesting that's like unique to you that people won't just like give that shock factor and i was like okay i remember i used to work at the bank and someone tried to rob me and i didn't understand i was getting robbed so that was my first one so this customer came to my window and i asked him to slide his debit card and he's like oh i don't have a debit card and i was like okay just give me your id or your social and i can pull up your account and then he proceeds to hand me this like uh, paper and it says give me six thousand dollars or I'll go NWA on your ass. So I'm like, uh, what does NWA mean? Because I don't know what the hell, psh, I don't know. So then he looks at me, he's like, you really don't know. And anything. then from then on, it just rolled into this big thing where I'm getting flooded with emails, messages, DMs every day about people's situations because they love the anonymity of it. So then and that's where I am today.
2: Something I find interesting about your posts is that you read the story, but you don't provide any commentary, even though that's sort of the whole premise of Am I the Asshole Post, right, is to get feedback. Mm-hmm. What made you decide not to ever share your own opinions about these stories you're reading?
0: I At one point I did, but my videos kept getting taken down for bullying and harassment. <gasps> and, and it's funny because I'll record myself and I'll naturally give off a reaction when I'm recording, but I have to cut that all out. I never consider it bullying. I don't even know who they are. Or, you know
2: <laughs> or, or frankly if they're real i feel like that's the other big question is so many of these just seem implausible
0: to right? say the least oh oh my god funny enough you say that i just saved once so i i found one and this husband finds out that his wife has been pooping in the shower yeah and he's like i don't know how to proceed with this she calls it a waffle waffle stomp where she like stomps it down the drain haha <laughs> And so, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, this can't be real. This cannot be real, you know? And he's like, I've been thinking about this all day. He goes, I, I truly, I don't know what to do. And she's been doing this for years.
1: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> never going to get the phrase waffle stop yeah. out of my head. Mm-hmm. That I, I,
0: <laughs> this took such a foul turn. I know. <laughs> A lot of people at one point are still to this day think these are all my stories of my life. I'll get like these crazy DMs. At one point my sister was getting crazy DMs because like I would do like crazy sister stories like trying to steal my venue or like my baby and they're like, "You be? how could you take your sister's stuff? My sister's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know, Like, <laughs> we're fine. And, you know, I always source it out, you know, and like, I-, I don't know what else to do. It just makes me laugh at this point.
2: I Something I find so fascinating about Am I the Asshole is it's a thing that started on Reddit You often see them floating around on Twitter. Now Tumblr also. Now this is a thing that you have, along with others, brought over to TikTok. What do you think it is about Am I the Asshole that people just can't get enough?
0: Okay, I think it's two things. I think it's one, people relate to the situation because they've been in something similar and they're like, oh, like, this is what I did or this is what I would do, you know, when it comes to in-laws or family or, you know, things like that. A A lot of people are are you know in the same boat and then the second thing is just it's so jaw-dropping that someone's in this type of situation that they're even asking the question and it's like wait are you are you serious like do you think you did something wrong and they're like no and and these people are truly gaslit the thing that they did something in their environment it's so toxic they're like wait it might, did I really do something wrong? And everyone mm. gives that reinforcement. It's like, no way. Like, you're fine. Like, get out of that situation. And so it's nice, I think, for people to hear that reinforcement from an outside, unbiased source.
1: What proportion of them do you think are actually real? Because I know I've read some Am I the Asshole posts where I'm like, this is a creative writing prompt. And I, oh. I'm i impressed. But that can't be real.
0: <laughs> you know, I try to be picky enough, right, So um, to to make them as like crazy as they can but to be real and i look through the spelling right if they're like writing posts and i'm like oh no this is not but if they're writing like you know there's spelling mistakes or you know some of the sentence don't make sense and i'll have to reread it i'm like okay this has to be you know but there are always some oh. where people are like no way yeah. this this has to be fake mm-hmm. like the shower mm-hmm. one right now that i told you <laughs> i don't think that's real But like, why would someone post that? Why would someone post that? Unfortunately,
2: I do believe that's real. I I firmly believe that somewhere in this world, there is at least one, probably many, women who are pooping in their brains. Stop.
1: No. Have you gotten any of the, like, original posters responding to your videos before like people being like oh my god i posted this thank you so much or like the advice was
0: helpful you know so i make sure when i go through them it's really hard to reach out to people in the beginning people were really mad at me for even like taking red stories
1: you mm-hmm. know
0: and then a lot of people were defending me and saying listen these people put their stories out on the internet in a public platform like it's on youtube it's everywhere else like there's nothing wrong with that you know it's anonymous i had one person and i always read it to make sure that some people will say in their drafts that they don't want this to be posted on other platforms and i always respected that mm. uh i remember i posted one a long time ago and she reached this is back when i you know, that i could i could actually read dms they weren't flooding and she's like you post like she was up, kind of upset because someone sent it back to her saying oh this is you like her family found it <sighs> oh and she i was like i'm so sorry like i'll take it down but then she was like no like i think she liked that she was getting the you know the feedback Mm -hmm. you know she's like you know she was just first shocked i was like you know like it was i didn't see any disclaimer on your your post that you didn't want to post it but if you want i'll take it down no problem and she's like Mm -hmm. i think and it went pretty viral on my you know i had a few million um views so she was like no it's okay like i'm okay but i've never (laughs) yeah i'll have people send me like a lot of the red stories but it's just so hard at this point because I, I have to go through them mm-hmm. myself and I do have a younger audience who will try to send me their stuff but it's like I'm 14 years old and my boyfriend didn't help hold my hand at lunch <laughs> am I wrong if I want to break up with him I, like maybe 75 percent of my inbox is flooded with <laughs> stuff like that and it's so cute but I'm like I can't make like a big thing out of this you know
2: this is how the mi the asshole economy just keeps going forever. I know
0: the next generation is already hooked. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> and it, that's it's such a platform where it's I'm always gonna have content.
2: Your audios often get a second life as sort of the voice behind creative, so people frosting cakes or doing makeup or things involving hot glue guns. <laughs> what is it like to see your work take on a second life like
0: that? Funny enough, I have never gotten one of those videos on my for you page. I've never heard my what? audio. I swear. I've never heard my what? voice come on my 40 page. Like, I don't realize how much people hear my voice. Because I've never, not once, have gone on my 40 page and be like, oh, this person's using my audio. I'm on a completely different side of TikTok. I'm on, like, the anime side, the beauty side. Like, you know, I'm on a completely K-pop side. I'm on a completely different. Yeah, people don't believe me, but I'm, I've never gone one of my audios on my 40 page.
2: I can't tell if that means the algorithm is working
0: correctly yeah. or it's really broken. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. This was really a fascinating conversation.
0: Of course. Thank you so much for having me.
1: That was Malola Kalidi or at Love Lola. You can find her on TikTok in the background of every single craft video you've ever seen. Or if you don't find her, she will find you. All right, that is the show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so please subscribe. It is the best way to never miss an episode. Please leave a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really does help us grow our show, and I'm sure you want more people to hear all the asshole puns we can possibly make in under 30 minutes. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod, which is also where you can DM us questions, like, am I the asshole? And you can also... Always drop us a note at ICYMI and Slate.com.
2: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader, Rachel Hampton, and me, Madison Malone-Kircher. Alicia Montgomery is executive producer of Slate Podcasts. See you online
1: or at the Coliseum.